Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Fuck you, come on by the One Million Podcast. I do be do that motherfucker. All right, that's good. You should edit that out. That was stupid. <laughs> That was really funny. When we have a production company yeah, for television, that's... that'll be our sound up on our title card. <laughs> Port Co. You should edit that out. That was stupid. Bum, bum, bum. Well, I won my fucking, my tight end got me my points. Good for you. I needed Jason Witten to get 30 points. I don't think that's going to happen. No, I also needed Amari Cooper to get 59 points. That which would have been some sort of record, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, what did I text the family last night? I needed Ezekiel Elliott to get 65 points. Yeah, man. Not out of the realm of possibility. But also out of the realm of possibility. Well, some of us just dream bigger than you. You know what? Good on you. Notice the new lamp? Look at you. It's like a little sushi house in here. Right? And that third. Are you becoming a sugar fish? Please tell me. <laughs> That's You're opening a sugar fish. The third shelf is a wireless charging pad. What up, Gary? Who's Gary? Does he have a lot of phones he needs to charge? I don't know if he does. I got a place. And then this thing's going away. He's and pointing to a um, credenza. credenza. Can we also talk about my two perfectly timed burps in the last episode? They were well done. The, the, the one with the hesitation and the chest taps was classic. It was a sneaker. It wasn't a sneaker. It was like the fuck those monsters in the Princess Bride. What were those called? Land grubbers. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what what were you saying? Did you get your hair done? No, I washed it. Uh, oh, you washed it on Saturday. Look at you! It looks great. Two days in. There we go. There it is. It's because the air is so dry here that my hair is very staticky. Oh, okay. Because my very fine hair. My as well. But a lot of it. Oh, I don't have that. <laughs> and when it's staticky, it's better to just have it straight so I can like collect it easier. Yeah, for sure. It's a little more maintained. I watched a girl at the gym braid her hair in about 37 <laughs> seconds. It was the craziest thing. I was like... Oh, this is the first time I've seen her with her hair not in a braid. And then literally I blinked and it was in a braid. Yeah. I was like, that's crazy. Yo. I wish that was a skill I had. I'm lucky if I get all the strands up into one little thingy. Because <laughs> sometimes it's off-centered. Sometimes I forget a chunk. You know, it's tough. Yeah. Let alone trying to braid it. Are you kidding me? Ugh. I could even, No matter how long my hair got, it wouldn't even go in a ponytail. Also, when it did, it just looked like a rat tail. I just... And it looked like you listened to a lot of NPR like all the time and you worked at Amoeba, but only in the jazz section. Oh, yeah. And I didn't even like the good jazz, just like the super white people, weird jazz. Yeah. So like it, the more intense it is, the better it is to them because it's so intense. Like people that don't get Miles Davis, like Ugh. that guy. Like the guy that's just like, I know he's great. I just, I don't. But, you know, I'm a Kilometer Jones guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, Kilometer Jones, KMJ. man. He could play the fucking stand-up bass like no one else. Yeah. And he it didn't wasn't, even have strings. No. It was just, just a drum. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. <laughs> man. Well, 
Welcome back. Welcome back. To the One Millionth Podcast. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. And as always, we're just hanging out. Yeah. Otto's over here, dirty as fuck, chewing on his bone. I got to get him a new one. It's down to a nub. He's got a lot of bone nubs at my place. But to be fair, there's another nub around here somewhere. So... (laughs) But man, he loves it. He's just going to town. He's really into it. And as soon as he gets in the apartment, he doesn't come to me. He goes straight for the nubs. That's not true. He'll go to you first. No. Not Th- anymore? That, no. No. He, I, I guess because I saw him earlier today because I was walking him because I'm super charitable. You. <laughs> as always, I'm wearing a one. I'm wearing. Whoa, let's back that up. <laughs> oh, we're also uh, drinking tonight. Yep. I we are. We said fuck it. Andy's had a day when she brought when the first thing she pulled out of her bag was a bottle of wine. I thought to myself, well, my bucket buddy Jacob Tots sent me a, bo- a box of Russian River beers, so I'm having one. Yeah, having the hot Happy Hops IPA. I'm drinking a bottle of white wine I opened on Saturday. So it's uh it's a little smokier than it once was. Yeah, it's got a little stank on it. Yeah, it's got a little stank on it. You know, the old salad in my fridge that it was sitting next to. Oh, nice. Really put a little flavor. It's got that wilted lettuce head. Yeah, which is exactly how I feel as a person. <laughs> so, it tracks. Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, I am wearing a Charlie Hustle t-shirt because I want to be comfortable and I want to represent things that I love. So, I'm wearing a Charlie Hustle t-shirt. If you want to be comfortable and represent things you love, especially if you're from the Midwest and have gone to colleges like KU, K-State, Missouri, Iowa, Iowa State, or if you've been to the Lake of the Ozarks, worlds of fun, uh, go to charliehustle.com. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good for gifts. What did you blow my mind with last week? It's 25% off your whole order with our promo code. If you buy four sweatshirts. That's that's basically buy three, get one free. Buy three, get one free. 25% off. Are you out of your mind? Just go on down. Just type it in your little computers. CharlieHustle.com. There you go. And when you check out, use the promo code, the number one and the word million, and you're going to get 25% off your whole order. CharlieHustle.com. Buy three, get one free. Buy 25% three, off. Free. That's how that works. Buy three, 25 get one free. Percent off. Buy three, and I'll get one free. CharlieHustle.com. Yeah. How was your weekend? Uh, it was very mellow. Yeah? Yeah. Didn't do much? Friday night I did nothing. I was in bed by 9.30. Good for you. That's the best Friday ever. I've the, had the last like three in a row have been like that for oh, me. It's been really nice. Well, that's a little sad, but go ahead. I'm just giving you shit. So Friday night I came home. My plans got canceled. I shimmied in my apartment about it. And then I... What did I do? Isn't that great? Do you remember the time when you were in your early 20s, like plans got canceled you were fucking devastated yeah like something you were like, have happened what the fuck is going on with my life no one wants to hang out now we're at an age where it's like plans are canceled fuck yeah i only 80 percent wanted to go in the first place and 80s being generous well yeah and 50 percent of that is because you wouldn't stop talking about it yeah and so i love a canceled plan and then what did I do? Oh, I watched Jenny Slate's special called Stage Fright on Netflix. I don't know who Jenny Slate is. You do. Okay. <laughs> she is the Saperstein sister on Parks and Rec. Money, please. The Saperstein sister. Yeah, Ra- John Ralphio's sister. Oh, yes. 
Yeah. Yes. She's also on The Kroll Show. She's a voice on Big Mouth. Okay. She's a stand-up and also was on a season of SNL. She's truly delightful. And how was it? Really good. It had a lot of heart. Okay. It was really nice. So she went back to the house. Her parents live in the house she grew up in, and she has two sisters. Yeah, so do yours for now. (laughs) Anyway. Oh. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Hey, they moved out of the house I grew up in a long time ago. Well, that house sucked. It did. And it was in a (laughs) terrible part of town. It was in a terrible part of town. Yeah. Um, anyway. Even now that it's built up out there, it's a terrible part it of town. It sucks. No one wants to come visit you out there. Dude, I get physically nauseous when we have to go out there. <laughs> and that's, and I know it's all just because I don't like the, really the person I was back then, but whatever. Well, we're also hungover every morning we're there. Oh yeah, that's true. Anyway, go um, ahead. Um, so she goes back home to the house she grew up and her parents still live there. And she talks about how it's haunted, which our house was haunted growing up. Yep. And I was just like, oh, my God, I connected this on such a deep level. And she actually has really sweet, beautiful moments in between doing comedy. Is it funny? Her comedy is very funny. Her comedy is very funny. Yeah. Okay, great. So comedy is very funny. It just has these like just really sweet little moments in it because like that's who she is as a person. That's why okay. I like her as like an actor so much. I like it. All right. Yeah. So that was Saturday or that Friday? That was Friday. That was Friday. And then Saturday, I went to do that crazy gym class again. And then I saw a play that Aubrey produced, which was really wonderful. And yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you want to give the play a shout out? Is it done? Um, I Is don't know it? if it's done, but it's called Red Light Winter. And it's at the Raven Playhouse in North Hollywood. It's really, really good. Go check that shit out. Go check it out. Aubrey's I don't know. awesome. Yeah. I don't know how much longer it's running. It might have another weekend. But who knows? Maybe yeah. it'll get extended because of its awesomeness. Yes. It was wonderful. I uh, well Thursday was Halloween. Did you go? Uh, did you do anything Halloween? Um, I went and saw a movie with Matt Simon and Meg. Oh, very cool. Yeah. What movie? Did you see a Halloween themed movie? Um, I mean, it was a kind of a thriller. It was called Parasite. It's a South Korean movie, <laughs> subtitled. No shit. Why'd you do that? Uh, because it's getting amazing reviews and it was fucking hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. It's like a really dark comedy with like a creepy twist at the end. And I don't remember what the twist was. Oh, nice. Because I brought purse wine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now is it in a bag? Did you pull it out of a box? No, I put it in my clean canteen. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but when I take it to work the next morning and put fill it up with water, I'm like, mm, Pinot Grigio, a oh. touch. I know, but it keeps it cold, and they also think it's water when I check in. Because, like, listen, I'm going to the Arclight. I'm already spending $17 on a movie ticket, which is asinine. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, sometimes that's the only place you can go see South Korean dark comedies. For sure. And did it play? (laughs) Yeah. Did it play? Yeah. Even reading it? Yes. I actually, it was really funny, and it was really well-timed. Okay. Yeah. And that their humor, I guess, trans, I guess that's what I'm asking. Yeah. As a comic, when you go to like even Canada, the words are just different enough. It translates because like it's it's in the timing. If you think comedy is like has a musicality to it, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of like an like a conductor up there. Well, and also it's like if there's like a huge interruption during a bit, odds are I'm not going to finish that bit. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So the timing was good. The timing was good. And the, and the reading it didn't take anything away from no, the hilarity. I think, I think you have to time it in a very specific way. Yeah. I think that might be a more difficult job than so whoever maybe, does it. So whoever subtitled it was on point. I think so. 
Oscar award winning subtitling. If that were a category, and I'm it's sure not. it is the early. I'm sure that's the early one. The technical. Yeah, before awards. there was sound. What's that? Before there was dialogue. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that when they do the Oscars, they have the early one that's all the technical awards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like the Creative Arts Emmys, which are the only Emmys that I've been to. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, of course. And that's like three days before they haven't even set I the know, shit up I know, and they aired on like Facebook Live. And <laughs> it's like, who the fuck watches that shit? Uh, Thank God we lost. The- <laughs> it's better than having to be like, no, you couldn't have watched it. It was on Facebook Live. Well, you didn't see it. It was up for damn near 18 minutes. <laughs> uh, uh yeah thursday halloween's not really my thing yeah um so yeah i didn't do shit there all i did was sit in here and uh hope no kids knocked on my door oh yeah yeah because yeah. i had nothing but then i remembered i had like 12 singles in my like ba- condoms or no beers or dollars oh. dollars well <laughs> Why'd you go straight to, well, do condoms come in multi-packs? Like, well, I mean, they do, but why would I call them 12 singles? I would just call them 12. I don't know what you do. What? Listen. When is singles ever referred to condoms? I was just thinking of something that's packaged that you would have around. 12 single dollars. Huh. You fucking weirdo. Who's 12 singles, you fucking serial killer? I don't know, but someone gave them to me. And, For the uh, dance? I mean, whatever. Don't don't ask me what I do on Thursdays. <laughs> You're literally describing what you did on All Thursday. All I'm trying to do is tell you that I had dollar bills ready in case of ca- I was literally going to hand out cash. And you were like, but shake it. But <laughs> <laughs> You have to earn it. <laughs> oh, shit. And then Friday, I flew to Wilmington, North Carolina. Got in about four o'clock, which was just about enough time to not take a nap. So I just Wilmington's a beautiful town. It's like if Lawrence, Kansas was on a fucking coast. Well, uh, it's a great place to live. I'd move there if there was any fucking reason to. And uh, yeah, it was a beautiful town, but I just walked around. So first show went okay. Second show was fine. But then right after the second show, found out the, the guy that I was strapped to when I jumped out of the airplane was at the show and he came up to me he was like what's up dude and i felt my liver shudder and uh, <laughs> we went out and got paratrooper drunk and played pool and ended up at a waffle house uh which happened to be above the comedy club i performed in and well how is that for convenience oh it's super convenient and also wilmington north carolina the only only time i've ever seen a waffle house not a standalone thing it was actually part of the downtown landscape yeah yeah, it was very convenient. That's nice. Only one time was I did someone try to get me to go to a Waffle House, and it's when I was producing Sarah Tiana's pilot in uh, Nashville, and we had finished shooting. Yeah, and uh, we were were we shooting? I forgot what we were. Were you doing. drunk? Uh, a little, yeah. Oh, we had finished. We were shooting the pilot the next day, and we had f- done all the field shoots the day before. Okay. And so I had to edit all the next day. And so we had gotten drunk and they were like, let's go to Waffle House. Yeah. And the exit was closed, which also I was like in the back trunk part of a Lexus SUV. Oh. (laughs) Going 80 down an interstate. And I was like, I'm ready for this to end. (laughs) Because also drunk, not in a seatbelt in Tennessee. Yeah. Just trying to get to a Waffle House. And once we pulled up and I looked inside, I was like, no, I don't want to do that. No, you got to eat there. 
It will save you. I it know. has saved me from so many hangovers. But I had to be professional. Well, there's a Sonic across the way from where we were staying. So I went and obviously got myself some cheddar peppers. Right. Because I'm not a total moron. But I had to skip out. So I've never had Waffle House. Oh, it's uh, it's it's great at 2.30 in the morning. I've gone at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And it's uh, you, you'll find a lot of things in there. Hope is not one of them. But <laughs> at 2.30 in the morning... <laughs> It is where you want to be because that waffle and those eggs are perfect. I remember waking up one time in Toledo, Ohio, after going out and getting fucking beer shots, stupid drunk, (laughs) going to Waffle House, blackout, like barely remember being there and waking up the next morning feeling fine. And I remember I woke up and I was like, oh, God, I bet I feel miserable. I was like, no, no, I'm great. I won. Like I was literally excited, and I and I thank Waffle House every time. And I was not that hungover Saturday. Good for you. Oh man, Waffle House. It's. it's I wasn't hungover because I didn't drink. I don't believe that for a fucking second. Uh, I didn't drink on Friday. Well, good for you. But Saturday. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Saturday, I had had enough on Friday. I just slept. I. Wilmington was very short because, like, I literally laid in bed till about three o'clock in the afternoon. I felt fine. I was just tired. That's and, not bad. No, and then did two shows, and then had to be in a hotel shuttle at four a.m. So, ugh. Uh, yeah, and then I just laid on this couch and watched football for fucking seven hours. Just dreaming about your new couch. Oh, I can't wait for it to get here. It's still so far away. I know it is. I think they finally kidnapped all the kids that have to make it. And now they just got to break their will and teach them how to make a couch. So should be any day now. Two more months. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait. It's part of the, you know, saw the new lamp. Part of the part of the redo. The credenza's going. It's going. I'm going to get a half denza. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe more of a, like an audio cabinet. I'm really excited about. Oh, and is that a, or is it an audio chest of drawers? Uh, no, it's no. That would be stupid. Do you know there's a difference between a dresser and a chest of drawers? No. What is the difference? I don't remember right now, but I'm going to look it up. Yeah, you should look it up. Here, do you want me to look it up? Because one's the tall ways and one's the wide ways. Oh, is that what it is? I, I would think... I uh, believe a chest of the drawers chest is, is, is the, the tall... wide one. No, the chest of drawers is the tall one. That makes no sense. This world's topsy-turvy and I don't like it. <laughs> uh, what's the difference? There's... I lean up against this recliner and it there's like three inches of openness... At the um, back of my butt. Wait, one more time. Here's th- oh, oh, I yeah, see. Let's let's phrase that from, differently. Because right now you're just talking about your butthole. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I sit leaning up against a recliner, which obviously reclines. But from the ground to the bottom of the recliner, there's about three inches of openness. And the windows behind the recliner are open. And I keep getting a draft on my butt. It's weird to have just like one inch of your butt be chilly. Oh, that's chest of drawers is a long ways and a dresser. See, I would have thought that was different because chests, like treasure chests, are longer. Also, are, are boobies wi- are side by side. <laughs> what? God damn. But it's the opposite. Dressers are horizontal and usually feature a mirrored hutch while chests of drawers are vertical. Crazy. And I still, and I'm hungry. I got those high snack. I got the snack attacks. I go are they back. back? I got, they're back. So what do I do? Bucket Dog Snacks. I go to bagatagsnacks.com. I order some almonds. I like all their flavors. Uh, do you? 
take them out of the bag or leave the nuts in the bag when you drag them across your face? You know what? We're like just the trying people to we're know. just trying to promote our sponsor here. We don't need to talk about nuts across my face. <laughs> uh, beef jerky is real. I it's so great and it's healthy and it's got ingredients you fucking heard of. Yeah, it's really delicious and it's really good for you. And it's really good for you. There's no hydrides or dash twenty fives in there at all. Yeah, it's just real ingredients for real people that are real high. O-I-O-I-A. Go to bagofattacksnacks.com. Enter in the promo code. All words. One millionth pod. That's the number one million <laughs> with a T-H and a P. Good. It's not the number one. But it's the number in all words, though. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's one millionth pod. All words. It's one million with a T-H and a P-O-D. Put that in the promo code. You get 25% off your or, or, your whole order. Or, or your hoe order. I think that wine has gone to your brain and it's full with poison. Chardonnay. <laughs> we got listener mail. Thank God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Talking. Oh, Lordy. This first one's from Travis. Hey. Su- subject is exclamation point in words, followed by what I believe is six exclamation points. Neat. Hey, Chris and Andy, upside down exclamation point, followed by three exclamation points. That's the I in my name. Oh. <laughs> no way! Saying <laughs> no the wine went to my head. You fucking dick. You can't oh, read your sister's shit. name? Shit. It's very small comparatively. How many exclamation points have you seen after my name? Oh, all right. And this is the first time I fucked it up. Go suck a dick. How do you spell my name? <laughs> is it not with an I? A N D. Upside down exclamation point. Everyone knows that. With <laughs> uh, a P-O-D at the end. God damn it. Uh, you need to edit all of this out. I think we just no need to start way. the whole podcast over. Absolutely not. This is going at the top. Oh, fuck. Hey, Chris and Andy. Triple exclamation point. Heard about your podcast after Chris was on The Smoking Tire, which is a podcast with my buddy Matt Farah, or Farah, I don't know how he says it. <laughs> Been binging from the beginning and love it. Question for the pot. If you could be a star in a movie with any other celebrity, who would it be? That's a good one. Andy, you want to lead that one off? I feel like I know I've said this before, but it's Bill Murray. You want to be a co-star in a movie with Bill Murray? Absolutely. I like that. I like that. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, Steve Martin? I don't yeah alive and they have to be alive i think what we're talking about we did mention something like this but it was uh who our first podcast guest would be yeah so all who of these i would want to star in a movie with but who would you want to star in a movie with i could also do joseph gordon levitt and steal him away from his wife really get that yeah showman's going yeah yeah i don't know uh it's just because of my talents are so alluring yeah, but then your movie goes straight to Netflix. Don't you want a real release? Yeah, with JTT. But down. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, you're going to pull Homeboy Oh, no, out of- sorry. JGT. Oh. Joseph Gordon Levitt. JGL. Fuck. JGL. Me. God damn it. Sorry, I had a very long day. Apparently. <laughs> I even had a coffee at two, so I'd be ready. <laughs> now I'm just jazzed and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And there's the title. (laughs) 
And there's the title. I don't know. I thought it was A-N-D upside down exclamation point. <laughs> oh, jazzed and stupid, though. <laughs> uh, That's going to be my second book. So you're going to go JGL? Only, but but for nefarious purposes? Absolutely for nefarious purposes. Just for the movie, because I'm an artist. I, uh, I still got to go Tom Hanks. Eddie Murphy's just going to steal the show. I mean... I'm not Nick Nolte. Uh, <laughs> Nick Nolte when? Uh, he was in 48 Hours. No, but I mean like Nick Nolte like No, I'm talking about 48 Nick Hours Nolte Nick Nolte. From the 80s. Before, I don't know what the fuck happened to that guy. I don't know. But I mean, he was already on the edge, but he went full edge. That one mugshot is one of the greatest fucking mugshots I've ever seen in my life. And just any interview with him in the last five years, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's a little interchangeable with Busey, don't you think? Very much so. But, you know, without the vroom, vroom, scrape, scrape. <laughs> Might be thinking of Gary Busey. <laughs> Drool. I don't remember. Also, Chris, when are you coming? When are you going to come to a show in Cedar Rapids, Iowa? Uh, man, I haven't been there in years. I know Penguins is there. They don't really book me. Um, I don't know. Fuck you. Come on by. Thanks, Travis. This one's from Charles. Hi, this Charles. Can we call you Chuck? We're going to go with Chuck. Power and Light is the subject, which is a... Bar District in the downtown Kansas City area for our friends and listeners who don't know. Chris and Andy, come. Love the podcast. Keep it up. Chris, getting banned from Power and Light isn't that big of a deal. Ballpark Village is better anyway. I don't know what the fuck that means. I'm going to assume that's in St. Louis. Ah, there it is. Wondering if you ever do shows in KC or STL. Yeah, I do shows in both of those. Context clues. Oh, yeah. Charlie. He goes by Charlie, not Chuck. He goes Chuck. by Charlie. Well, you're going by Chuck now, huh? Maybe Chaz. Ooh, ooh, I'm going with Chuck. Okay. Uh, wondering, uh, yeah, I do shows. I'll be in Kansas City in March. I'm in St. Louis. I think I was just there not too long ago, so it'll probably be 2020 before I'm back. Then he sends us another email. Almost forgot. Double exclamation point in words with a period. Fuck you. Come on by. Thanks, Chuck. Thanks, Chaz. That's listener mail. Listener mail. Don't forget to keep sending us listener mail. Ask us questions. Yes. Yeah, Comments. To- concerns. Are you a flat earther? We'd love to fucking hear from you. No, we. Why? I'm just curious. I want to hear your thoughts. I doubt they know how to use a computer. I know, but we'd love to see you try. If you are related to someone who's a flat earther and they're trying to email us, send us that clip. Uh, one millionth pod at gmail.com. That's one millionth pod on in all words, it's one million with a T-H and a P-O-D, but you know that because you've been listening. Mm-hmm. Or if this is your first time, welcome. welcome. I'm Andy. I'm Chris. I'm gross. Uh, and I I have to deal with it. Yeah. Speaking of gross. Speaking of gross. You want to hear about this fucking dumbass bitch? Like, what about- We I- already heard about your day. Mm. Nailed it. Nailed it. You want to drag nuts across my face? Boom. Did you right literally just you. ask me if I want to drag nuts across your face? Because I will pay someone so much money. That's gonna. There's no way that doesn't come back edited in somewhere. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Learned I just got to. I got to quit saying things. I threatened it for weeks, months, even. Because this is episode twenty. Oh my god. Oh well, happy twentieth. Happy twentieth. We've we been together it. for so long. <laughs> I've never hated you more. Wow. I'm just kidding. That's the furthest thing from the truth. I've never hated you less. Oh, look at you. I know. It's not by much, but it's a start. Well, here we go. 
Um, Onward so, and upward. <laughs> Onward and upward. Or just stagnant. We'll see. Flatline. Still alive. Room tone. Boop. Uh, so this girl named Amber Luke, she's 24 years old. Is that Luke is her last name? Amber or Luke, yes. That's Amber her last Luke name. Is or her this entire is her... first name. It could be. I don't know. I think she's British. Who knows? She's dumb as fuck is what she is. This bitch tattooed her eyeballs. Guess what happened? She went blind. For three weeks. Oh. So she just tattooed them so they'd be a, the white part would be turquoise? Yeah. Isn't there a solution for that? It's a 40-minute procedure to fulfill the vision of herself. So they basically, she filled in the whites of her eyes with this teal seafoam turquoise color. She said, I can't even begin to describe you what the feeling was like. No shit. Yeah. Also, what dumbass tattoo artist agreed to I bet I can describe it. But she said, the best thing I can give you is once the eyeball was penetrated with the ink, it felt like the artist grabbed 10 shards of glass and rubbed it in my eye. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, she said it was very intense, very painful. My eyes got held open while a syringe was injected into my eye four times per eye. I feel like she was at that haunted house we talked about last week. For real, is this part of it? I'm fucking, it, that's hour nine. She goes, her tattoo artist had gone too deep in the sclera. And then she said, Weird. If your eyeball procedure is done correctly, you're not supposed to go blind at all. No Wait, shit. Wait, so other people have done this? There's no way you should let someone who just has to go to like a three week class. Yeah, and probably has a record. <laughs> True, but that's really what you learn, you know. Yeah, no, you do some time. It's yeah. like a, it's like a little college for tattooing. Yeah. Then you get out, and you're actually using real guns and stuff, and not just some dude's tibia. <sighs> True, but it's just a lot of face tattoos. Now, don't get me wrong; like, I don't mind the face tattoo thing. Oh, you I do. You know what? It's her prerogative. And you yeah, it is your prerogative, but also. I'm done. I just remember like Mike Tyson was the first dude to kind of get a face tattoo that anybody had ever heard of. And people thought he was fucking crazy. Well, it is a terrible face tattoo. It's a tribal face tattoo, which is a bit of a bummer. But also Post Malone's face tattoos are fucking stupid. They are bad. It's just like, what are you doing? I have to be honest with you. This girl's face tattoos are on the better end of the face tattoos that I've seen. They're still, I don't know. It's like saying you're on the better end of the Frontier Airline Oh, and also I figured out if you pay in advance, parking spot's not terribly priced. Yeah, it's not terrible, huh? What? Yeah. No, and especially now that that LA, like I haven't done it yet. It's got to save me a lot of money to deal with taking a shuttle to wait for a car. Did you see? I saw on Twitter some of the lines. It's apparently horrendous. Oh, yeah. Well, like that was day one. I'm sure they were going to hammer it out or whatever, but it's like. 45 minutes to wait for Uber. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I'm That's just saying no. I'm not going to do that. Fuck off. I took the parking spot. I valeted. That bitch was waiting for me when we pulled up. You can even get it cleaned. Yeah. Which I've already. Uh, it's just happening this next time. <laughs> because I was I was going to do it this time. But then I was like, I'm only going to be in town for three days. Yeah. Uh, it's way more convenient than it seems. Oh, for sure. And the people that work there are very nice. And you get all the fucking waters you want. Like, you could ha- you could open a water while you wait, throw it out. Literally take the water just on the pour bus. it out in front of their face. They'd and be they like, would do be you want like, another one? They, yeah, they'd be like, you're funny. They're like, we do that shit all the time. Yeah. And Fuck they're like, these waters. They look like they have a nice time working together. 
Uh, I used to get the valet when I worked on the soup and they paid for that. It was uh, nice. It was such a nice little perk. I was like, here's my 06 Buick. Don't ding the doors. (laughs) (laughs) Why does it smell like cigarettes? Fuck you, Garrett. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of a guy that looks like he should be named Garrett. Uh Uh-oh. Mark Cuban. Oh, Mark. He looks like a Garrett. He looks like Brad Garrett is why you're saying that. So he's actually saying something like we don't get political on here and this isn't political, but uh, he is saying something that I've kind of agree with. And I wanted to bring up uh, Mark Cuban says the government should regulate the news networks to label when things are opinion and when they're news. I or think just, that's brilliant. Yeah, I think it's brilliant because news sources will say that it's all real news and not opinion. Kellyanne Conway says it. It's real. Uh, <laughs> She's the fucking crypt keeper. Oh, God damn it. A lot of people don't know this. OK, uh, but. It used to be the news had to tell both sides of the story. It had to. Like, it was regulated as part of the FCC Fairness Doctrine. And that was introduced in 1949. And then in the 80s, uh, when people were fairly level-headed, they were like, you know what, we don't need to do this shit anymore. Uh, we should be able to do say what we want. And which was fine in the 80s, in the 90s, because people were still middle of the road. But now people have gone off the fucking rails. And uh, I think Mark's right. I think we need to start labeling things our opinion. And I also think maybe we should reconsider the the fairness doctrine. When did this get deactivated? 1985. Yeah, but it wasn't like a thing where like as soon as it went down, people were like, fuck, you know, they went to their they went to their sides. Like everyone was still middle of the road. Also, during a time where there were still only three channels and not a lot of 24 hour news. It so, wasn't as necessary to have this doctrine in effect. Is that why that was revoked? Well, the the network said that they were it was a violation of the freedom of speech and they should be able to come at it from whatever the angle they want to. Uh, mm. Which is, I guess, right. But it's also this is where Mark's point is: is like, hey, man, when your opinion really the news only takes fifteen minutes to tell on yeah. any like they can give you basically what you need to know in 15 minutes. everything after that no matter if it's cnn msnbc yeah. any of them conjecture is conjecture and then then they have eight people on there that are it, all giving their and it's all the same rotation of the same fucking people and then they're just screaming at each other exactly and it's, it's and that's why no one trusts the news anymore so now they're going to the internet now they're getting all this actual fake news yeah and to hear some of my friends from the middle of the country who I genuinely love to hear some of the theories that they believe are fucking insane. Like that you shouldn't vaccinate your kids or that people are selling their American babies to Mexican immigrants so that they can get into the country. (laughs) That is bananas. Yeah. But people genuinely believe that because they see it on a news station on what is a quote unquote news site. Yeah. And then they don't do research. Like all you need to do is Google the site you're on. And is it fair or real? Yeah. After it, and Google will tell you a thousand times over the sites that are like, fucking, hey, don't do Yeah, that. well, I think it's also fair that, like, you know, with Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, if there is a targeted ad at you, it also has to announce that it is an ad. Yes. It's very clearly stated that it's an ad, and I think that can be translated into news. I think that would be really effective and smart to let people know when it is fake and when it's not. Yeah. Or when it's opinion and when it's, you know. For sure. Reporting. And also that's, you know. These news reporters aren't the smartest people on the planet. No. They're just kind of pretty and can read a prompter. Yeah, remember when Stacey Dash was on the news? 
God damn it. Or what's that dude on CNN? The fucking. Shep Smith? No. The, oh, no, he's on Fox News. The white dude. The big nosed white dude that does CrossFit. Anyway, they're all a bunch of weirdos. Yeah. But just, and I think a lot, especially older folk that grew up in the time of Dan Rather and Nightly News. When and all, all news was real when news. news was news, they think all news is news still. Exactly. And so when they hear these ridiculous theories, they're just like, well, that's the news. And it's like, no, man, someone made that shit up. Yeah, it's like the people that fall for like the prince of you know Nigeria needing their social security number uh, to that's open. That's just a stupid tax, right? But like it, that that's like a trickle down effect. They yeah. got what you wanted, Reagan. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what? Reagan was a good president, and you know even if you didn't agree with him on a lot of things, he he was a solid business wise. Yes, mental health care wise. Absolutely. Yeah, that not. second term, he got a little iffy. But he got a uh, little iffy, which is why we all have like a serious homeless issue. Yeah, that was kind of. That That's kinda, absolutely on. But him. also, they've had thirty years to rectify that. Oh, I think Mark Cuban is right. I think that would be incredibly wise. Yeah. I think everything should be labeled. I think everything that you're delivering should be labeled and clear cut, and especially for people that have nothing better to do than watch the news all day, who are absolutely the people who go out and vote one hundred percent of the time. Because and I know a lot of you might be thinking, uh, you know, p- a person should be able to tell whether it's opinion or not. It's and I, hard. And it's also do. it's also like this is what I one of the greatest lines from the movie Dogma is that a person is smart, but people are dumb and react like mass amounts of people are dumb and reactive. Speaking of people who need educations. OK, there is a young influencer in Britain. Okay. He's 22 years old. I don't think you really need to say young when it comes to influence. I think that's applied. Like, are uh, there a that's lot not of... true. There's one who's almost 100 years old and she just got her own makeup brand at Sephora. Get the fuck out of here. Uh-huh. What's it called? Wrinkle up? <sighs> Sharpazy? Who's the oldest Instagram influencer? Batty Winkle is her name. B-A-D-D-I-E. W-I-N-K-L-E. That's Batty Winkle. Batty Winkle, 1928. She's 91 years old. She is. And she's an Instagram influencer. She's characterized by wearing eccentric clothes, promoting the legalization of medical marijuana and her innuendo. And she's from Hazard, Kentucky. Just a good old boy. Never mean to know all. Yeah, she has her own makeup line now. And she wears crop tops, so. Oh, that's got to be fun. She's got almost 4 million followers on Instagram. Man, good for her. So anyway, so yeah, you're right. I shouldn't judge. You shouldn't. So this Instagram influencer really wants schools to stop like really hammering home World War II. What do you mean by hammering home? Like that it was. Like they just talk about it a bit much. Well. (laughs) And also, this is a British influencer. So kind of a very major piece of your history. Fucking hate people with no perspective telling us how we should do things. Same with the flat earthers. They're like, well, I can't see a curve in the earth. It's not about you. It's not fucking, of course you can't. It's not about you. Do you know how big this fucking earth is, you dumb shit? No, they don't. Dude, my friend who's a flat earther, when I jumped from 13,500, he was like, see, the earth is flat. I'm like, yeah, because you're not up high enough. The earth is fucking humongous. You're a tiny piece of shit. Why do you think it takes five hours to fly to New York? Oh, God damn it. It takes so long to fly there. So. And so some 22-year-olds talking, yeah, because you're going to find out 
later in life you f- oh go ahead go ahead sorry i the know anger the rage the reason he doesn't want to learn about it is because it's just so intense oh so he is quoted as saying i don't think it needs to be in such a young way to young children like mentally mental health to be told this certain amount of people died for you i just learned as a child it's so intense I don't think encouraging death or telling how many people died in a war is going to help. He was on Good Morning Britain. You know the show Good Morning America? Same but different. Same but there. And before. 70 million people died in World War II. Yeah. Recently there was a study done that says that 66% of millennials don't know what Auschwitz was. And there's a large group of people who deny it ever happened. It's just obviously this needs to be taught. Also, is it weird that it's my favorite war? I mean, it's it's everyone's favorite war because we won. Got a great plot line, you know. It really does. A it, little slow in the middle. It's a bit long. Everybody was involved. Tarantino said the N word way too many times. Yeah, a little much, but also indicative to the times. Um, yeah. In uh, World War One is just you know it's all those old guns and stuff and you know everyone. It's not patu patu. It's patu, powder powder. powder. Shuck, shuck shuck shuck. Yeah yeah yeah. Cock. And meanwhile, aim. everyone's Pachoo. doing the Charleston. <laughs> Lincoln, uh, could you take off that dumb fucking hat? Oof, not even close. So. Uh, Wait, you said World War One? I? I did. I went civil. You did. Shh. He did. That was just one of us. That was just one country. Hey, Franz Ferdinand. Yep. Look out. There's a gun. Oh, wait. Oh, you missed it. Anyway, here we go. Ferdinand, you nailed it. Yeah. Go for you. That's the start of World War One. That was the start of World War One. Dick, I know stuff about stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, World War, you know. But also, Lincoln was there. We all knew it. Sorry. I just had to say it. Everyone knew it. It's not talked about. In Vietnam, you know, great music, great soundtrack. Didn't really happen. And we never walked on the moon. But Lincoln You're was at World War One. People say Vietnam War never happened? No, I'm kidding. I absolutely believe that it happened. I saw Tropic Thunder. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but that does just blow my mind. I can't believe people think that it didn't happen. And also that ties into like the over-information and not knowing what's the truth and not knowing what's fact. Yeah, but it's also like you shouldn't listen to a 22-year-old ever. Oh, my God. Is that not the fucking truth? Just because you don't. Because 22 is like at a point where there's a there's definitely a peer group that looks up to you. Like all the high schoolers looked up to you. and In college. And they think that you know shit. And then so you think you know shit. You could be halfway through through a master's degree. And meanwhile, life, you have not experienced real life. You know, at all, you know, heroin addicts notwithstanding. But oh, so true. You've lived the most. You've definitely done it. Uh, But also kids, not the only dumb ones. Um, Listen, white people tips from Chris and Andy. (laughs) Because we are very white people. This is number one for white people. If you're ever, ever considering blackface. Oh, God, no. Who did it? Don't do it. Who done did it? There's never an appropriate time. Even if you're going to a blackface convention, do not. Also, don't go to that don't, convention. Also, don't go to that. You should not go you to that never, convention. Why, and also, you should probably write to a congressman that that's occurring so that they can enact some sort of thing to make it stop. Uh, a teacher wore blackface to school 
and wrapped on Halloween. And this year? Yeah, and he's being suspended, weirdly That's enough. That's it? Here, First of all, who was he? Second of all, where was the school located? It's the United School District, so I'm th- it's a public. He was attempting to imitate the rapper Common. Oh, no. There's a video of it. Uh, quote from his rap, opportunity limitless, possibility senseless. What will you do? Millions of people, not enough to eat. What will we do? I, I, I don't know Common's cadence, so I'm probably just it's not that common. murdering this. With AI, with AI, Microsoft technology, the future is up to you. You can do it. So it's all very positive, but he is wearing blackface. And uh, I bet Justin Trudeau was like, "Woo! thank God. I'll give you three guesses as to what state it was in. Florida. Nope. North Florida. Nope. That'd be West Georgia. Virginia. No, we live in it. California. It happened in California. Uh-oh. It was in one of those farm towns. I bet it was in like Modesto. Well, I don't know where Milpitas is, but I think that's a Milpitas. I'm pretty sure Milpitas is in the Bay Area. Oh, Milpitas. <laughs> It's north of San Jose. Yeah. So, which, by the way, very diverse air area of... They have a raging waters? <laughs> All right. Now Andy just wants to go to Milpitas. Milpitas, you <laughs> uncultured swine. You go to the Target at Milpitas? Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Speaking of horrible people. Okay. A boomer got owned by Dictionary.com on Twitter. The boomer? A, a boomer. Like a baby boomer. Oh, okay. So like a 60-year-old person. Yeah, like 60 plus. I don't really... Well, I'm about to tell you what it is. Because you know how like boomers always make fun of millennials? It's like, millennials ruin this. Millennials ruin that. Millennials do that. Oh, they're that they're lazy and that they don't have really any direction because they still live with the boomers? Is that what you're talking about? Hey, Andy. I, I'm a millennial. I know you are. I mean, you're like a Gen Xer, and you don't even like listen to their good music. So, first off, I I'm younger than the Gen Xers. I think I'm a Gen Wire. So, there like it is. W H Y. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> you need to edit it out. That's stupid. No. All right. So go ahead. Take two. Here's an example of how millennials make fun of boomers on Twitter. Uh, okay. Me. Student loans are crippling our generation person that types with their index fingers and can't rotate a pdf i bought my house with three buttons and a carton of camels in 1974 so stuff like that yeah, so that's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. okay boomer okay thing so that's been pissing off a lot of conservatives so his name is bob lansbury sorry bob lonsbury because i bet he was embarrassed about being related to angela of course because she did that what episode about abortion <laughs> what a trollop Showed her ankles. And she had a tattoo of a guy. This guy gets upset about the OK Boomers meme going around. But he said, Boomer is the N-word of ageism. God being, damn it. Being hip and flip does not make bigotry OK, nor is a derisive epithet acceptable because it is new. And um, it's like. No. 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 Stop. Uh, white people tip from Chris and Andy. Don't ever compare say. anything we've ever said about us to the N-word. Because you don't, you don't even say the word. But so dictionary.com replied, Boomer is an informal noun referring to a person born during a baby boom, especially one born in the U.S. between 1946 and 1965. The N-word is one of the most offensive words in the English language. <laughs> Man, you just got dictionary burned, bitch. You got Mike Boomered. You got... <laughs> 
I just thought that was funny. Dictionary.com has some of the sickest clapbacks on Twitter. Because it also clapped back at Kylie Jenner after being a self-made billionaire. And it was like, here's the definition of what self-made means. No way. Yes. Whoever's running the Dictionary.com account is God bless them. They're doing the Lord's work. Well, some of the baby boomers are going to be going to a lot of lately or in the near future or funerals for their friends because they're old. (laughs) Uh, Cute. Alexa, play Elton John's funeral for a friend. Funeral for a friend. Love Live Bleeding. Remaster 2014 by Elton John. Starting now on Amazon Music. We'll see you in 12 minutes. Alexa, Alexa, stop. stop. Because that's you get six minutes in before you even hear a beat. Yeah, but that that opening overture is super great. That song used to scare the fucking living shit out of me when it I was did. a kid. It, the ever living shit of me. Because well, dad would also turn it on when we were in a car wash. <laughs> which is fucked up. You know what? You may question dad's motives, but he we're no, not bitches. He shaped me into the person I am, and I love him for every ounce of it. But back to dead boomers. Oh, yeah. Funeral mourners get stoned after being served hash cake at a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Whose funeral was this? Dad's? This this was, well, that would not be an accident. (laughs) No. You and I would totally dose that cake. (laughs) Uh, This actually happened in Berlin, Germany. Good to know you can get hash in Berlin. I think that's all you can get in Berlin. Hey, if I'm getting THC, I'm fine. (laughs) Police say a funeral in Eastern Germany ended on an involuntary drug high when mourners were accidentally served hash cake. A police investigation revealed that the restaurant employee in charge of the cakes had asked her 18-year-old daughter to bake them. However, the mother accidentally took the wrong cake from the freezer to the funeral. She took a hash cake that the teenager had made for a different occasion. Yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet that was for a totally different occasion. Yeah, those, those were for another funeral. <laughs> yeah, the funeral for that joint that went out. <laughs> Because we're going to eat it now. Because I dropped it in the batch of brownies I was making. The funeral for these fish tickets I got because we're going to fish. Oh, Uh, God, just bury me before we go. You know what? Fish is one of those bands I'd probably, I'd have to go see once before I die. Or at least until they played a couple songs off Hoist and then I'd leave. I think I've seen them three times. I've seen them twice. Yeah. Maybe three times. Listen, I've never been a jam band fan. You dug the crows. I dug the crows, but that's a little different. You They're know a little I mean? more the Almond Brothers jammy, not the fucking exactly, and also half the length. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, I get it, and it's fun, and it's lovely, but also I came in way too late. You know, yeah, I came and also, in way too late. And so, but going to see them live, I love any live music. I don't have to know the band; they just need to be good, and you know, have a live good performance, and I'm on board. Yeah, I just like the experience of that, and I like the energy of the room. And we got to get you to a Shine Down show. Okay, I would love that. They they fucking they put on a show. I'd love it. But yeah, so you know, they're great. I'm glad to go see them live. I have never wanted to listen to them. That hoist record is not bad. It's it's more of their poppier right because the songs are only like five seven. Is that minutes. dancing on the ceiling or dancing on balloons? No. Is that the one with um, farmhouse? No, I have to look it up. I uh, dancing around the room. Wolfman's brother sample in a jar but also I just listened to that record I remember that record was introduced to me on like one of my first visits to Los Angeles so I think it's more of that memory thing what's that memory reflex yeah definitely nostalgia it takes me to a happy place that I'm not even aware of you know what I did listen to the other day just basic based out of nostalgia I can't believe I'm gonna say this I listened to good Charlotte 
Yeah, I know I'm not into them, but I'm I know uh what it, that's more of that the the punk light stuff. Like punk pop emo. Phillips is way in a good Charlotte, right? But here's I don't think he'd want you to say that out loud. Oh. I also don't know if he likes good Charlotte, but he may have in the beginning. But the the darkest part of that secret is that I listened to two albums in a row. Oh, no shit. You went way down. I was cleaning the apartment, though, and it was post-gym workout, and I hadn't eaten yet. So I was hallucinating a touch. Okay, I got you. But it was I had a good time, though. Speaking of nostalgia, uh, a man sticks cannabis in, a nose, in his nose and forgot about it for 18 years. But... An Australian man suffered numerous sinus infections over an 18-year... 18 year period before doctors finally smoked out the cause. That's uh, not my pun. That's Huffington Post pun. Yeah, I could tell by the way you said it. Uh, the guy stuck a packet of pot up his nose just before going into a prison. A packet? A packet of How pot. How much is a packet of pot? Uh, let's see if we can get into it. But uh, he, How do you- he snuck it up there just before going into prison and then forgot about it. I remember I brought, what did I bring my girl? My Dude, that would be the first thing. I have my wallet. No, they took my phone. Oh, they took my wallet and my keys. But I brought something else. I swear, where did I? According did to I a bring? study published earlier this week in BM, BMJ case reports, Ooh, appropriate, appropriately titled Nose Out of Joint, a CT. Where are the jokes that you write? I, I don't have time. I, there's just so many Huffington Post jokes. Oh, are you too far? Are you too busy with your four hour work week? You couldn't write jokes. Hey, there's a lot of travel involved in that work week. And sometimes I have to do press. Like a panini or? CT scan showed what looked like a calcified lesion in the nasal passage. When surgeons went for a closer look, they ended up removing what the report described a rubber capsule containing degenerate vegetable plant matter. Anyway. Plant matter! It doesn't say if he smoked it or not. I mean, all the crystals were easily gone by then, right? It's yeah. so hot in there. He's like made so, it its own oil. It's, I don't know. It's in a. Warm... You're like, how was your first couple of days of prison? Honestly, honestly, not that bad. <laughs> Slept like a baby. Mattresses. It's like sleeping on a breadstick, you know. But turns out, love it. Love. <laughs> I have the week off, so I'll be all around the L.A. area this week. As a matter of fact, I'll be at the Laugh Factory Friday late, Saturday early. I'll be at the Comedy Store, probably the Improv. So. Check out my Instagrams, which, by the way, is at I am Chris Porter. On uh, Bofa. On, and that's on the tweets as well. And I've started to tweet again. Look at you. Oh. I saw you got some new feathers on your wings. Look at me. Look at me. You're doing it. Tell them about your IGs and your, ins- and your tweets. I am on Instagram at Andy Port, A-N-D-I. That's Andy with an I. Or A-N-D, upside down exclamation point, P-O-R-T. And on Twitter, it's at Andy Porter. I don't tweet often, but I did tweet yesterday that I called the cops on my neighbors. Oh, how'd that go? They were doing construction on a Sunday. You can't do that. Oh, okay. I got you. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. You're tweeting. Yeah, I tweet about once a month and you get gems like that. All right. And also, you can follow the pod. And please do. At one millionth pod. That's all words. One million with a T-H and a P-O-D. And we tweet at the number one. On the word millionth pot. And that's because of the guy. That's the fucking guy. That fucking guy. What are you supposed to do? I don't know. We got to find him. We got to hunt him down. We got to make his life miserable till he gives up the tweet. Well, that's been a great episode. Thanks, Andy. As always, I'm Chris Porter. 
I'm Andy Porter. And this has been the One Millionth Podcast. Our what beep 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 beep. Oh, 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 oh.